Hello, everyone. Welcome in to episode 42 of the Fused Relativity Podcast. How's everybody doing tonight? Hopefully very well. But, John, what do you think? Oh, you got me off guard there. Um, when the things are all messed You're up. You're on a podcast. I wasn't I... expecting to be talked to. <laughs> well, it's usually uh, Kirk first. But, no, it's. I did want to bring up, because I, I enabled or enabled, labeled this stream uh, the most overused answer to everything. I love Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, and yes, I admit, the fact that we made it to 42 episodes is amazing. Yes, quattro dos. Yes, but the the joke is, it's so pervasive. Like it's I, so overused that you used it in the title of our podcast? But not the way everyone would expect. So it's different. Yes. A different okay. take. It's implying the obvious line that but we didn't use. And I still have flies. Yes. <laughs> good. Nice. I like you know what? It's like the A team. I love when a good plan comes together. <laughs> <laughs> well, two weeks notice. Uh uh you're gonna have to explain that because I really hope you're not quitting. No, I've I've put in uh no, not this one. Not this job, but it's basically the holidays fall like Christmas Eve and New Year's Eve fall on the next two Fridays. So basically we're, I know the fuse relativity nation is going to, it might be disappointed, but we're going to take two weeks off. So go and be merry with your holiday family and we'll be, we'll see you in January for a brand new year. Yes, new year, new podcast, better podcast, hopefully, anyway. Mm -hmm. But yes, we will be taking the next two weekends off um, just to be with our families and celebrate Christmas and New Year's. At so, least for the podcast. Yes, the podcast. The uh, Space Engineers stream will probably still go on as... So just soak up all the enjoyment you can now, because <laughs> you're going to you're gonna have to savor it for, for two weeks. So this is your two weeks notice. That's the name. <laughs> two weeks notice. All right. Well done, Kirk. That was a nice way to get that uh, get that garbage out of the way right in the beginning of Good. the show. It was an announcement. Yeah, exactly. See, look at that. Look at the name. And just, I, I just, real quick, I want to get something off my, there's, there's a story that I read and I just can't get it out of my brain. So I thought we could just kind of open with that. But there was a big wig who worked at McDonald's who got fired for, a little hanky panky with a couple uh, people below him. You know what I mean? I don't want to. It's not, it's not important. But the thing is, this guy got he got fired for disgracing the company, and he was forced to give back a hundred and five million dollars. And just a couple points. First of all, I'm guessing he had more millions. So oh, if, this, yeah, a guy gives away a hundred and five million dollars. And is not phased or hurt. Is not living on the street sleeping in his car. A. And that guy works for the same company that is fighting people to pay them $15 an hour. Which isn't livable to begin with. So that, you know what I mean? Like, it's not, just as a human being, that seems odd. That that same company can, the pay discrepancy can be so off. I don't think he's the LeBron James of hamburgers. I don't think he's anything special. See, and the, the thing was, and I only know this because it's happened uh, where I work. Um, 
it was it wasn't even a it was a severance package. So if he gets fired or let go or leaves, they have to give him that money. And that's what they sued and he lost over. Which is just ridiculous that the CEOs can say, "Hey, if I don't work for, you know, X amount of years, you have to pay me 105 million dollars." Like what? <laughs> I don't know. Captain capitalism. You you don't want to, I don't know. I mean, and like I said, <laughs> to me, it's, it's not, this is like a human being thing. It's not a Republic. It's this, it's just as a human, like this person, they're paying $13 an hour. And this person gave up $105 million and didn't bat an eye. And it's still doing fine. It seems a bit excessive. Eh, you kind of caught me off guard with that, throwing that out in the beginning of the show. Um, <laughs> You're not warmed up. You you need a little. Okay, you're the kind of all right. But I wasn't prepared to uh, <laughs> defend fight you on that one. <laughs> yes, no, it's not a fight. It, no, no, no. This is this is not a fight. But just just your initial gut reaction. Just you know what I mean. And it, like I'm not I'm not trying to take down the system or this things. But it's just that it seems off. Well, well, my gut reaction as as always is this, Kirk. Uh, Shame on that guy for fooling around with people when he shouldn't have been. Kudos to that guy for being paid that much money for what he does. But is he worth it? Is he is that human Probably being not. really worth that much no. money? Probably not, but go get yours, buddy. And, but go you you go getting yours at the expense of the lower people. That's because there's only so much money and you're sucking it all away and you're screwing the little person. Just right. I mean, well, I mean, everybody. Yeah. I mean, no, there, there's ways to do it without screwing over. There's restaurant companies that pay hamburgers don't work. Huh? It was no, a shot. I know. I know. I was going <laughs> to do the same joke towards you. The, my point was going to be there are burger joints in like I think it's Washington and other areas that pay employees like twenty dollars an hour. McDonald's in I think I want to say it's like the the Netherlands or in that area pays their employees twenty dollars an hour. Their Big Macs don't cost any more than they do in the states. Right. Like, I was I was down in Australia. They you don't tip when you go to the bar, or the restaurant, because they actually they pay their employees a livable wage, so they don't have to live on the tips and the you know people throwing dollars at them to survive. All right. Well, that filled up the first ten minutes of our podcast. <laughs> it was like, all right, all right. Well, you got you got something better to talk about. We got a better. You know what I mean? Like, what are we? What are we? What are we, what are we talking about? Because you just like, oh, I don't want to. Yeah. Uh, well, we stand on opposite sides, and sometimes it's two against one. Anyway, uh, um, so we will go to – I don't know what John had because I came in late, but I wanted to talk about the Parker Solar Probe, if you guys are into that. That's fine. Now, we, we can also talk about how, you know, the richest man was Time's Man of the Year. That was, oh, yeah. that was a big news story. Let's let's start with that because that's that was forefront in the uh, in my brain. So, John, go ahead. Oh, I I don't know anything other than he was named Times Man of the Year, which I'm assuming he bought. Oh, and by the way, is it? I, I, I we should be political. I I think it might be Person of the Year. 
I, not to be sexist, but if nope. you want to Google that, it's got to be person of the year. I would assume so, yeah. So it's Elon Musk, which we did not say in this, but Elon Musk was named Times Person of the Year. Right. And, you know, as long as it wasn't Bezos, we're all happy, right? Come on. Seriously. Well, so, well, if Kirk, if you put him on the front of the magazine, I think it becomes X-rated. <laughs> You'd have to blur it. That's easy. <laughs> only you have to blur his, like his driver's license is pixelated because it, you know, it's God obscene. I, I want to see that Time magazine now where it's just Bego, Bezos and it's just blurred. That would be. Uh... Could you make that happen, animation guy? I mean, I I, I'm going to try now. That All was right. going to be my goal tomorrow. You made flies, so the fucking the, the world, the sky's the limit now. <laughs> It only it only took what six weeks eight weeks, <laughs> right? And now I, I'm drunk with power. So, you know, <laughs> <I'm angry. laughs> uh, so yes, he was, and you know what? I mean, the amount of people who get picked as oh, every year, there's a Times Person of the Year. But as you much were as Times Elon... Person of the Year, were you, Chris? You what, everyone was that was that eighty seven? No, 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 no. It was. Um... 2006? Five? Do you guys not know what I'm talking about? No. Not even a little. No, please, fill us in. Everyone was Times Person of the Year. Uh, I'm trying to find the year. But the Times was like, yeah, everyone. Yeah, 2006. I was right. A everyone? Yeah, they oh, picked that just everyone. Like a cop out. That just <laughs> seems like a way. You know what? S subscriptions were dipping, and they just thought they'd try to kiss up. That's what that seems like. Yeah, yeah, no. I have no business being on that magazine cover. See, oh. and this is this is why I like Elon Musk is has problems, like him being anti-union and all of the ways that he has benefited off like federal money, and keeps saying that no one should use federal money. It is it's weird, and his hair. Yeah. <laughs> The the problem I have is that SpaceX is in fact the most important company in the US right now. They're doing the big work. Well, it's so this this brings into another the, topic. It's so much it's not like NASA isn't even close, right? I mean it's no. it's like And that's that's the thing is there there was a there's a comedian who does podcasts and everything, his his name is Hank Green. Um he was talking about how NASA's talking about doing a all women mission to Mars because mm -hmm. uh they don't want anyone essentially having sex on the way to Mars, you know, because babies uh would be bad. NASA has no f like if you were to look at NASA's timeline for getting to Mars, it's like 2040. Their their current timeline for getting to the moon is like 2030. And they're they're method of doing it is from the 60s like nasa has no business being where it's at because it is so hamstrung by regulations and like i was showing someone at work with that uh spacex or the starship could carry the entire lunar gateway to the moon's orbit with everything well, it, else it had to do bring on the mission like it, it could just, bring just, everything just just a bunch of, of uh, an all-female astronaut. First of all, when they show up wearing the same outfit, there's going to be problems. 
right there. Come on. No, come on. There's not going to be a cat, right. cat fight in space. Right. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but like, well. I can see that I, I understand it from NASA's standpoint. Like you would want to send a single gendered party to potentially alleviate that or, you know, adults. Uh, yeah, although things get weird when it's it's if it's all female or all male, things get a little goofy. I think a mix to be is better psychologically. Well, yeah. Uh, so, so John, riddle me this: Are you talking about? Uh, I missed it. Are we talking about to, a trip to Mars? Or yes, Mars. Okay. So, part of the reason that they did that was because they have not been able to. I. Happened to listen to a uh, podcast this week detailing the um, the Mars One missions, which are the isolation missions from. I I think the Mars One is the company who did it. Oh, and, that 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 big scam a couple years back. Well, different organization, or same name, different organization. The one was a big scam; the other one wasn't, but. Uh, so anyway, they did the lunar or the lunar, the Martian trials where they tried to recreate the, you know, living on Mars and the trip to Mars. And they could not successfully get anyone to pass that trial. So the test to make sure you could be physically fit to do this, no one could meet the requirements. Right, because even no matter the groups that they made, man only, woman only, mixed, there ended up being problems in between the groups. So I have a feeling that they're thinking that the best chance of doing that would be to go with a one-gender team, because then there's no rivalry. So the, no. the test they Are, did, no, all no. females were the were the the best case, I'm the highest percentage. Sorry, no, no rivalry. I well, I, I'm just saying, like there was a weird mix that went on when the groups were under isolation situations for an extended amount of time. Things got weird. I'm well, not saying that won't happen with a wait. single gender party. Well, I'm just saying. Well, can, can you give a little more? Uh, things got weird. Can uh, can you flesh that out a little bit? Like, I would assume well, fighting. There was a lot of fighting, and there was a lot of hierarchical people trying to take charge of situations that had no business doing it. And so every reality TV show you've ever seen, just in space. Well, and that's that's part of the problem with hum I, like human nature. I don't yeah. know. Like that's, that's, that's the problem. Human humans and, are humans. And so that's the thing that we're talking about though, is they had, they were doing these tests in order to figure out if people could actually make the trip to Mars. Like we've talked about with the isolation and it turns out the isolation and the mundaneness of the trip is actually what causes people to lose their minds. So here's my problem with any any study that was done before uh, 2019. It is using archaic stuff. And the reason I say that is because a lot, I would assume a lot of 
the previous assumptions were we would be sending equipment that is equivalent to um, 1960s lunar tech to Mars. That's what Russia was planning. It, it's small capsule going to Mars. That is not what is going to happen. Like, that type of technology is not going to go to Mars, period, end of story. It would be impossible. You're, you're talking about putting three people, four people, five people in a tiny capsule. Yes, that's like the definition of cabin fever. You might want to... Oh, there you yeah. go. All right. Yeah, yeah, uh, a, t a tiny cat. It's like rats in a cage. You know what I mean? Like that's yeah, that's yeah. When you're well, talking even, about starship, it is a much much larger vessel. But it's still it's not the same as Earth. And there's so many things like the fact that people can't uh, talk. They can't text message the same way. They can't. Uh, this is all remedied. Like, I, I, I don't want to give Musk too much credit, but that's why Starlink came around. It was a global internet network that could potentially be turned around and deployed on Mars and in between to stay connected to the planet. Well, is it... Going through space, like, to me, it's, it's, it's dark and it looks... It's cold and it just looks like life can't survive. So it looks bleak. So... In the holidays, when the Christmas hits and it gets colder and it gets darker, seasonal depression kicks in. People in Seattle, where they, it's overcast and they don't see the sun much, they're more depressed. Just seeing darkness all the time seems like oh. it would affect people. That's I, part of it. And again, part of and part this, of it is just the fact that they're missing Earth. You know, they're like, I'm stuck in this tin can. Flying through space, I got nowhere to go, nowhere to be. It's a six-month trip. Look, I just... you, you take a guy from you take a, you plunk a guy out of Tulsa. Is he really going to miss Tulsa? Come on. <laughs> I I oh. see what you're saying, Chris, but I I still think that the parameters were probably set to something like the ISS, where you send a station or an interconnected you know group of modules, and not something like the Starship. Where you can you have a much larger area where you have potentially your own private room and you have a gym and you have stuff that would not be even considered in smaller application. Right. You have a, and, you have a treadmill. You have stuff to do. You have stuff to occupy your you know to distract yourself from the doing nothing. And one of the scenarios that I heard, and this is just something that you know I'm listening to. I don't know how fact if it's a hundred percent factual, but. From what I could tell, the something happened where somebody got hurt and, you know, fairly, like, needs medical attention. Well, rather than call an ambulance or, like, call 911, they wanted to put it to a vote to see, should we call 911 or should we just let this guy, like... See, I think you're Supper. talking about the real estate or the uh, the stupid reality TV show that they were trying to do. I don't, I don't know. I'm, I mean, maybe. Like I said, I this is all coming secondhand from a podcast, but it just seems like in that venture, there's going to be a lot of tribulation as far as like interpersonal. 
It's just See, too long to be not doing anything in no that, gravity. Okay. I see, and this is where I completely disagree. And the reason for that is, hold on, let me do a, a cursory. Uh... You're gonna curse? Yeah. <laughs> Why are you gonna curse? Um, Look, uh... if if I put you if I put you into a tin can, let's say you had your apartment for six months mm-hmm. by yourself, right? And you can't leave. Could you handle that? Do I have my guitars? Possibly. Well, see, and that's, that's, I think, the key difference is, like I said, it's, it's, this is all being based on old tech. But I'm saying, like, Kirk, the lights are out the whole time. Why would the lights be out? Not the lights are out, but it's dark outside. Okay, but time. you it's... still have a window and you still have lights inside. Dude, if, if if I have my guitars and I have pads of paper and a pen. You think for six months you could actually handle that? Yes. See, and you're and this is why I, I am disagreeing with you so uh much. When you're talking about being put in a tube, you're talking about, you know, like cramped living up on the ISS, which, mind you, people have been up there for a year without problem. Yeah, but they also have tasks to do, and they're professionals. And who's to say... Like, yes, you're gonna... There's a mind... It's If you have the right mindset or the right personality, the right... I think that could be done. That I think that's how the people on the space station survive. It's like they have the right personality mindset and they have tasks to do you know if you if you keep people busy it's amazing what they can distract themselves with i don't even know how we got on this topic but i don't either I, but it's it's you, you, you didn't want to talk about rich people have too yes. much money so that's what that's, that's where we are <laughs> so deal with it <laughs> we we uh well but so it's just kind of funny that you brought it up after i heard the uh that podcast this week i started thinking about it and i said that's gonna be a tough mission for the first however many people go up there on the starship well and that's just it like if it's starship which i'm assuming it's going to be you're talking about having something that is you know uh nine meters across which is 27 feet so it's about 30 feet across and it's probably going to be about 30 feet of living space so you've got what 900 square feet that's not right. Well, you you take some 20-year-old who has just been going to school, going to college, and then in a cubicle and doesn't have a relationship or, or you know what I mean? Like, that is totally doable. He doesn't, they don't know any different. Well, it's just. Isolation is their thing. And then they yeah, get but... to do some science tech stuff. They're in heaven. But, but see... I mean, isolation is different, I think. Compared to like, right? Solitaire in prison supposedly breaks you in, in a couple weeks. Right. Well, you can't but, you can't be isolated from everything. Like, just the ability to go outside plays such a big part in everybody's everyday life that the second you're not allowed to do that is it that's all you want to do. When you yeah. don't do that, that's the first thing that I. Who says do. you wouldn't be able to go outside? I mean, I'm sure it would be frowned upon, but. Not impossible. 
It's a big effort. It seems like a lot. It seems like a time. Yeah. But so here's my thing. Here's my thing and why I think most research that was done on it is probably bunk. Um, We have virtual reality now. Like it's, I don't know if you've used it, Chris. I don't think you were there when I brought mine down to. uh, I I have not. I saw Lawnmower Man. That's that's all I know about. It's virtual. It is realistic enough to take your mind, you know, to make you feel and trick your brain that things are happening that aren't there. Um, so that, and I'm only bringing this up. I'm not saying virtual reality would be the, oh, it, this is going to save everyone that tries to go to, to Mars. No, that's not the case. It's just, it is one of many variety of distractions that you could do on your way to Mars. Like having a laptop like, sure, you're not going to have access to potentially, you know, the internet or anything like that. But a couple hard drives, you can have damn near every single movie so on enough the planet. Shiny, enough shiny distractions you think it could happen. Oh, I think so. Like, I, there, There's definitely a subset of people, like... I would be curious to see if the people that were isolated had access to like laptops or desktops or an abundance of, you know, movies or anything like that. Like, well, yeah. Well, they were they were able to even communicate with family members, but each text message took twenty minutes to receive in. So that sounds normal. You're, you're in space. That's fine. Uh, That's fine. And, you know? No, I understand that, but. When you're used to texting instantaneously, and then all of a sudden you send a hello text, and it takes 20 minutes to get yeah. back a response of, hey. I, I, I want to bring up, because you're, you're, you're bringing this up, I want to bring up something. I sent you two text messages. Let's see. <laughs> one at 340, one at 750. And it took him more than 20 minutes to respond. Oh, to he that. still hasn't responded. <laughs> <laughs> see? Yes. Hey, hey, in fairness... I am very busy right now, okay? And I can't spell. But, but I, in fairness. But no, and also, too, you know what? Maybe if it took you 20 minutes to, to send a text, maybe you'd stop and think about it. Is this really important enough to text? I think it would it would, it would would filter some of the nonsense text. Well, I would agree with that, too, because it's you could look at it as sending an email versus sending a text. Like, you sit there, and I've... I've had to sit there and think about what I'm going to put in this email versus a text. I'm just like, whatever. If I screw up, I mean, I will be the first to admit, and Chris can attest, half my text message I send are, like, grammatically fractured due to just, A, either using text-to-speech, or B, just swiping and not paying attention and just hitting send. You're yes. so goddamn busy. I don't have the. I don't have the time. Just send it. Just go. Yes. Ding. Ding. Yo. Half right? the time, I have no idea what he's saying. Yes, this is fair. Is it, as as a as a language person, it's so annoying the things that are supposed to speed up communication, and you have to send four texts to go. What? What did you? What the hell did that mean? You know what I mean? Or it's like there's only some way I could call this person, just talk to them. Oh wait, it's a phone. I hey, in in fairness to Johnny D, says as long as there's enough pickles on board, it'll be <laughs> easy peasy. 
All you need is pickles. Like all you need is pickles. Pickles will solve everything. All you need is love, and and this guy <laughs> pops in with all you need is pickles. All right, it's a little. He he likes delis. Okay, good. <laughs> well, and but, that's that's another good point to bring up is like if there's good food, food would be a big thing. Like, look at uh, Antarctica. Okay. McMurdo Station. They go, you know, months without. Do you think in Antarctica all food is frozen food? Yes. Okay. And you have a microwave on the Starship, John. Sorry, I had to plug in my headphones. Uh, well, you have, yeah, they have microwave technology, of course. That's a given. But my... oh, no, every everything on a everything NASA. Those guys eat like MREs. Yeah, but they're not MREs like they're feeding infantrymen. They're MREs like gourmet. They made cookies and tacos recently. Look, NASA is so out of date, they still have a George Foreman grill on there. That's <laughs> that's out of date. All the grease just, it doesn't pool at the bottom. It flies in the air. It knocks yeah. the fat the fuck out. So. <laughs> <laughs> but... Yeah, I just I think that with the technology we have, it would be it's not going to be as hard as people are making it out to be. Like there are ways there will be ways to isolate and to get away from other people. There will be ways to do, you know, calls with people on Earth. Like, yeah, once you get closer to Mars, it's going to be a lot more delayed. But for at least half the half the trip. You're you're not talking twenty minute delays. You're talking like four or five minute. Well, and also, I'm guessing if they're they're blasting you into space, there's not just going to be one person. There'll be several, so you can part. It seems like you would socialize with the people who are on the the ship with you. Like what I was googling That's earlier. How you get your fix. Yeah, yeah, but it'll be it'll end up being like a work like an office, Kirk, where you've got like you know, there's the the click that you're in, and then. You know, there's a bunch of other people that you don't really converse with, and then there'll be that one asshole who nobody wants to talk to. Right. So normal. Everybody's used to that. Everybody is familiar with that system. Yeah, it but just... then you can't leave. You don't get well, to that, leave work. That's, that's what the I'm saying. Problem. But that's not See, this work. Is my... Work is so horrible. You just admit, like, in the only reason you don't leave work is because you're not floating through space and you can't. So. <laughs> And they should but pay you more. That's my point is <laughs> you would have the ability to have your own space. Like I'm assuming <laughs> literally. Okay. Sorry. Well, Go but on. I mean like you would be able to isolate and just like, even if it's the size of a closet, you would still be able and away from everyone else. Like there's that's like I said, it, it would be hard to say without looking at um, what, they were actually trying to do with the uh, with the study. Well, what 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 about the thought? Like, and this it, this may foreign to you, like two married guys with kids. I I am a single guy who live by myself. I have the option. I can go socialize when I want to, but I have the luxury of isolating myself and reading, writing, playing guitar. So you know, what I mean, like I can. I, and when I want to socialize, I can go seek it out. 
or yeah, that, I pop by during my lunch break. And or, yeah, or Chris pops in, and I have to. All right, I'm going to put on pants. Chris is <laughs> popping over. <laughs> yeah, that that concept kind of goes out the window with kids. I feel like I should run a, a like a uh, it's like a you know like they have those fantasy sports camps for the guys who wanted to be you know baseball players and they get to pretend like I want I should run a, it's like for it's for married guys. And then you just, you come over to my place and they're like, Hey, what's to do? Nothing. We don't have it. There's nothing on the docket. We can play guitar. We can watch South park or we can go pick up some burritos. And I think, I think every married guy would pay a thousand dollars just for two days of that. No agenda. I like <laughs> yeah. No, there's nothing. There's not no honey do list. There's, there's nothing you have to, what do you want to do? Oh my God, no one has ever asked me that. <laughs> well, John, before we get in trouble with our yeah, wives. Yeah, I didn't uh... mean... <laughs> All right, I don't want to. Yeah, this podcast was not meant to break up marriages. Sorry. Uh, let's talk about the Parker Solar Probe because I'm. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it was a story that popped up this week and I got excited about it because, well, I'm a space nerd. Can, can you say I it say? again? The, the Parker. Parker solar probe. solar probe. I heard the Parker solar yeah. probe couldn't lose. Let me no, nothing Parker. Okay. Uh, I'm going to try and pull it up. You talk about it, Chris. Go ahead. I get yeah, inform me. I I'm completely, I'm an. So the Parker solar probe was sent out years ago. Uh, and it's essentially a probe that flew to the sun. So like Icarus, you know, got too close to the sun. His wings melted. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the Parker Solar Probe doesn't melt. And it actually entered the corona last week, which is like into the sun's atmosphere. What is the corona other than disease? What When you say the in, entered the corona? Or yeah, beer. It's, that, it, <laughs> it's, it's, it's You put a lime in it. Okay. Anyway. Go. It's the atmosphere of the sun. So essentially, it's like the dividing line between where the sun is the sun and then like what isn't connected to the sun anymore. Okay. So it, it sort of entered the ozone. I'm like, is, is earth ozone layer. So it's in the atmosphere. So it's in the, it's, it's in the close enough to be in the atmosphere of the sun. Right. So it's, it's technically like, so it, it's 8 million, uh, 8 million miles from the surface of the sun, but all the way down to 6 million miles from the surface of the sun. And that sounds like a really far distance, but if you think about how hot the sun is, that's really damn close. I've got the video ready. Which, the video really just shows you, like... The plasma. It just but shows you plasma. That view right there where the uh, the Milky Way just comes out of... It's just crazy. Just... Uh... John, can you just imagine the amount of BO that would produce out of Chris? Seriously, just that heat would, oh, it'd be unbearable. More so. So, my first question, which is, this is really, you know, science nerdy stuff, but I couldn't, I wanted to know why the probe didn't melt. Because That's a good question. If I, I had was, to guess... I know the answer. Oh, okay. Oop, I've screwed uh, up. And John went, nope, we're not going to... Oh, all right. There we go. Was it Tums? So, it took Tums. That's what matters. Uh, so, Pepto-Bismol. 
No, it it was really like essentially when the so the sun is millions of degrees, right? Like it'll yeah. you know melt anything. The surface. The surface is. Now in the atmosphere there is a lot of heat, but in space heat is relative to density. So the less dense something is, the less ability it has to withhold heat. And I meant the, the coldness of space kind of sucks out the unless it's close well, to the source, well, it dissipates the, quickly. The coldness and the emptiness of space. So yeah. what they, they, they likened it to this. They said if you stick your hand into a 350-degree oven. Oh, ouch, okay. Not, not like touching anything. Just put your hand in it. Mm -hmm. You're going to be able to withstand that. Yes. But if you put your hand into a 350-degree pot of water, it's going to hurt a lot. Right. So hmm. they said essentially they figured out using math and science nerd stuff <laughs> uh, that the... Max, the most temperature that the probe will actually endure is about 20, I think they said 2,200 degrees Fahrenheit. Wow, that's amazing. Yeah, so this thing is literally flying in the sun, and it's only experiencing like 2,200 degrees. So then they put a uh, a solar a heat shield in front of the probe. Yeah. And they said that the operating temperature of the probe is about a balmy 85 degrees. Hmm. Do they spray it with Teflon? Is it, is it... <laughs> it, it's yeah. you joke, but it, it's similar to that. A lot of heat shields are uh, based off of like carbon. Uh, it's carbon, some kind of fancy carbon fiber. Well, it, it's not carbon fiber. It's ceramic. It's, yeah, it's a carbon a ceramic outer and white, you know, dispel most of the the uh i forgot the word well it, it's visible that, light oh, yeah right the, the one thing that the probe was they were worried about was the amount of intense light that was coming off because you i mean you can't look at the sun as a human on earth imagine being that close to it well, yeah, it's, it's like when the, the guys go to, like, the North Pole and then they, they have to wear goggles so they don't get sun blindness because it's just that, the you know, the whiteness there. So the, Yeah, because yeah, white reflects everything. Exactly. So, yeah, but, uh, ten times. The, the way the carbon, I would assume the way the carbon works here is that there's, and this says there's carbon foam, but if there was a hole in, like, the, the ceramic, the carbon, because it's carbon, can't really burn down, so it just expands. And protects that way by just a kind of a blading off. It expands, it little bits go away, and then it just keeps expanding and getting, you know, ablated off. So, but it was it was kind of cool because it was it was thinking about it from a perspective of here's this like satellite probe that's flying through the sun's atmosphere, that close to the sun, and it's taking pictures of. Um, you know, things that go on in the sun. There's lots of different uh, types of events that are going on. But I was impressed by the whole scenario just because me as a dumb human being, I'm like, you can't put something that close to the sun. 
It'll it never gonna, happen. It's going to burn. It's going to cut yeah. fire. That ain't right. Yeah. And I, I heard that it was taking pictures. I heard the fourth picture it sent back was a dick pic. And you're like, really? <laughs> Why? What? Come on. Hey, if you're flying that close to the sun, you might as well. I'm just saying. Yeah, I don't know. That's, that's just, that's what I heard. Prove me wrong. Prove me wrong. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, the, the, the probe is sending back a lot of very useful information that will uh, be used by a lot of, you know, NASA scientists to figure out things about the sun that we don't need to know, but we will know if you want to. So you're saying all this is useless, essentially. That's well, to, to people like you and me, yes. It's not going to affect your day-to-day, but maybe down, down the road it might lead to some sort of cool invention. Well, yeah, like s- solar scoops or, you know, some sort of weird or great science fiction trope. And I, I did get a kick out of, so the, the things that are connected in the atmosphere are held on by gravitational and magnetic fields well everything that gets expelled outside of the gravitational and magnetic pull because everything in the sun is so violent to make it as hot as it is that eventually the sun's magnetic and gravitational forces can't hold it in and when it comes out of that field it becomes part of solar winds which go you know they fly through our whole galaxy and I was kind of um, reading this, and I saw that once something becomes disconnected, once it gets out of that solar um, pole, it can never come back in. Let's get and when the the solar winds are released, the sun actually right before that, the sun asks you to pull its finger. <laughs> well, that's how that's scientifically how it works. I mean, around the holidays, especially. Come on, that's. We can't prove it, so it must be true. Exactly. Once again, prove me wrong. <laughs> I like say nonsense and then put the the people on the defense to prove your logic is retarded. I'm guessing our Twitter is going to have NASA on it very soon, saying you're stupid. <laughs> <laughs> that would be hey, that'd be great. That'd be nice. Then at least yeah, NASA's listening. Of course, they're huge NASA, fans. There's NASA, no way NASA is not huge fans of us. NASA, prove us wrong. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I that never mind. I, I thought I had a joke there, but it, it <laughs> fell flat. I'm sorry. Felt, you know, thanks for holding it back. I pre- we all appreciate that. Yes. <laughs> Sometimes, like, yeah, you're on that puzzle piece. You're like, I'm gonna say, oh wait, no, okay. no, don't say that. Yes, don't say that's a bad. Don't do do that. Anyway, it was a fun little trek. I threw a lot of uh, information at you about Parker Solar Pro, but I got a kick out of it. I like I like to see things like that when they give back information, and I learned how something doesn't melt close to the sun. So I'm incrementally go. smarter. You learn something new. Yeah. Look at look at you. The more you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, John, we should probably talk about the James Webb. Yeah, I mean, it's going up next week or week after. They have it tentatively scheduled for Christmas Eve. Ooh, it'll be a Christmas miracle. It will be, because they've already had to delay the things so much 
the reason it's delayed right it's on Christmas Eve is because they had to delay it again because they dropped the damn thing. Yeah. So you know they're getting time and a half. <laughs> <laughs> there's just like right now there's so many problems with that telescope. It's if it even makes it out of orbit, I'll be surprised. Wow. Yeah. Oh, uh, see, I don't. I it'll make it up there. I just don't know if it'll be. It'll deploy. Especially after they dropped it. Yeah, but it's just funny because, I mean, I think it's cool that it's going up on Christmas Eve because that means I could potentially watch it. But uh, I like yeah. those rocket rocket launches still. I, I still get a kick out of watching a rocket launch, even though I've seen plenty of them. It's just a shame it's with the... Uh, trying to figure out who it's with. It's, it's on an Ariane 5. And speaking of speaking of rocket launches, John, I was going to take you to task from what you were talking about earlier with the NASA moon schedule. Uh huh. I don't think that meant that it's going to stay that way, honestly, because it's going to get canceled because it's pointless. Well, the Chinese are have a new deadline of 2026 to be on a crewed mission to the moon, so it, I think we'll probably get there much faster. Well, the the original timeline was 2024, and it's been delayed, not in part thanks to Bezos, but the, uh, yeah, I just don't foresee NASA doing it, because, I, and I, this is my biggest thing with the, the Lunar Gateway, it's pointless. Like, the, the whole Artemis program makes no sense. So instead of taking a starship up, which has the capacity and the room and the luxury, you're going to cram everyone into a tiny little capsule, send them up to the Lunar Gateway, then they're going to transfer to the starship. Like it did. Yeah. I just want us to get to the moon. We've discovered no, I, it. I, no, I, we've, we've talked about it, but I just want to, I want to see us on the moon again. And... I agree, but I think if it's going to happen, SpaceX is going to do it privately. I don't care how it's done. I just want to get there. Aren't they so focused on Mars? Are they even looking at the moon? No. Is SpaceX even looking at the moon? No, they want Mars. But yeah. I think the moon is a good test bed for... They could test the Starship on the moon before they test it to go to Mars. Or, you know, yeah. before they take it to Mars. So the moon's a nice little skip jump compared to Mars. So, you know, it's like driving a car to you know, a hundred miles versus a thousand miles. It's like practicing against the JV. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much. But Hey, well guys, uh, we managed to talk a lot of space tonight, which is good, but let's, let's talk some more space, which is the space inside of Kirk's head. Let's go over to Kirk's corner. Oh, we're going to Kirk's corner. Nothing's right. changed. So Hello. there, busy week. the door needs to be oiled again. <laughs> <laughs> and the fly is still there and the fly is sitting on stool and the other fly flies by and goes this stool taken come on <laughs> um what all right kirk's corner let's just get to it it's another it's another uh comedian's dozen we got we got a dozen jokes then we got we got two lists so nice are you guys ready 
this is the end of the year. So this is, I didn't even realize this is the last Kirk's corner of 2021. I'm, you know, I'm getting all emotional. No. I, I didn't, I didn't think about that Kirk. I'll have to reflect I, on that. Exactly. So the next year will be all fresh jokes from, from 2022. So this is, so soak it in people. These are the last of the 2021 jokes. Are you guys ready? Yep. Ready. All right. Okay. So the first one, washing machines take longer. Washing machines. That's just, all right. You guys, nothing? Southern accent? <laughs> nothing. Okay. Um, all righty tidy then. Hashtag Ace Ventura pet mechanic. Okay. Um, Ronald Reagan was nicknamed Dutch because he constantly farted under the covers. Well, that's some presidential historical fact. Like, now you knew some. Now, the more you know. Okay. Um, I only buy chicken dance free chickens. Okay. Chicken. All right. No, nothing. All right. Um, I like this one. You guys. Canada's version of the A team was known as the A team. <laughs> and in, in every episode, they put together a hockey rink. That's, um, here's a question. Okay. Uh, John, when you're walking on sunshine, what SPF are you using? Like a trillion? <laughs> you're going to, you, you might get a little, you might get a freckle. Um, <laughs> Here's the okay, not many people know the number one table tennis champ is called the King Kong of Ping Pong. Come on. Hey. Um a couple more. If you moon rivers, you might be a redneck. Okay. <laughs> um <laughs> okay. You, you guys know okay, you know you have too much money. You guys know when you have too much just say when. When? Uh, when you have a heated pool table, <laughs> a heated pool table, you, that's a bit excessive. Okay. All right. We got two more in the list are coming. Um, so important financial decisions are made at the kitchen table. Every family knows that that's the kitchen tables. Room. Drunken, dumb decisions are made at the ping pong table. Okay. I, I had ping pong jokes this week. <laughs> um, all right. Next one uh, for the TV viewers coming this fall on CBS CSI staircases. CSI. It's all murders on. Okay. Uh, hashtag please stop. Hashtag out of ideas. Okay. Um, okay. Last one in the list. Um, more people are riding scooters, but less people are named scooter. Odd. I don't. I don't know what that <laughs> says about us. Okay, so here we go. Here's the list. Um, you get Saved by the Bell. Do you guys remember the the show Saved by the Bell in the nineties? Yeah. Yep. Okay, so Saved by the Bell. These are Saved by the Bell reboots. It's trying to make it updated for the kids because kids don't kids today. They look at the they don't know what the nineties are. So these are Saved the late, by the Bell reboots. It's the scary. Part. It's like the late nineteen hundreds. Yeah, they don't know. Okay, so, but for the kids today, okay, so uh, they're not watching Saved by the Bell, but they're going to be watching Saved by the Armed Guard. Okay, that's different <laughs> schools. Uh, saved by the Antidepressants. It's a, it's a different time in the kid. Uh, saved <sighs> by the Mask. Saved by the Vaccine. Saved from Homeschooling. Okay, those are the <laughs> new editions of 
And uh, so I'll, I'll okay. So I'll in the other list. I'll I'll go with uh, basically. You remember I I don't want to I don't want to say you're a gold digger, but I don't see you work. You know, with any broke. You guys know what I'm talking about. So that <laughs> yes. So I've I've updated that. Um, it's it's that. So I don't want to say you're a goldfish, but you have a blank stare and love swimming. Okay. Okay. Um, I don't want to say you're a gold prospector. But you're wearing overalls, have a mule, and a scraggly beard. Um, I don't want to say you're a gold bar, but you are stacked at Fort Knox. Uh. Okay. And uh, the last one, I don't want to say you're gold bond medicated powder, but you do think keep things dry. Okay. There's the there's the list. There's there's the quarter. Any uh, confusion? Uh, things that uh, contention. What do you guys got? I'm all in. Yeah, I was I was happy with it. You know, nothing to nothing to really, you know, I wasn't confused. That's good. That's Except impressive. Except for Chris, yes. <laughs> Shut Come up. On. All righty tidy then. Come that on. was a good one. Yes. <laughs> for those of uh, anybody who's seen Ace Ventura, that is that's a good one. And if you haven't seen Ace Ventura, go see Ace Ventura. Worth it's worth watching. Yes, it's an experience. You'll love it or you'll hate it. <laughs> it's either one or the other. There's no like in between. You don't go. Hey, it was okay. Yeah, no middle ground. It was like no. It's kind of a nuanced performance. No, he goes. Jim Carrey goes a hundred and ten percent over the top, and you just just get on board with the goofy. And if you don't, you're gonna hate that movie. Yes, and how many times can you quote Ace Ventura in your day? At least once, if you try. Right. If you could stop talking out of your asshole, by the way. <laughs> oh, oh wait. oh, wait, that wasn't your asshole? Oh, my God, that was your face? Oh, my God, I am so sorry. Come on. No, That's mean. mean. That's mean. That's <laughs> mean, Kirk. Okay, well, if we're getting mean, we'll, we'll Kirk's corner then. Take us away, John. Take us away. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> what are uh, we making, by the way? Because have you even? I don't think you've mentioned. Let the people know what. The th- oh, the I have Printing. You guessed really closely when we were getting ready, Chris. What's your thought? Uh, I'm gonna guess. Here, I can. I'm gonna guess it's Onyx Pokemon. Ah, uh, that some, is some sort of diaphragm. That is absolutely correct, and I just froze the camera, so that's fun. Well, that's okay. Yeah, okay. So what is this? Your it's an onyx, you said? Yeah. Yeah. It's a Pokemon because John's a nerd. <laughs> yep. <laughs> All right. So you're printing a Pokemon. So there's nothing. I used contextual clues because he showed a Bulbasaur earlier, <laughs> and I was like, that's gotta be what he's printing. Hmm. I'm glad that froze now. We already have a nerdy podcast, so John figured he'd up, you know, he'd yeah. take it up a notch. Might as well. You've already committed to yeah, space yeah. and yeah. just go all in. Why be coy at this point? <laughs> well, hey, uh, so 
as we do every week, we should go off topic. And I'm going to start out this week because uh, you guys are all into talking about money. Well, I saw a story about a guy in uh, Britain who he was doing some spring cleaning. And he he threw out his old PC hard drive. You know, he's like, yeah, here's a hard drive. And he throws it away. And then realizes that his Bitcoin wallet was on it. Yeah, I was about to say, that's got to be Bitcoin related. And uh, so he went to the landfill and searched for like eight years to try and find his his uh, Bitcoin wallet. And it was 14 Bitcoins, which is like $7.14. No, it was worth like $350 million. How can somebody so so get so dumb to buy bitcoin have that much money that's depressing yeah i thought it was pretty funny i was like if you're gonna have that much bitcoin maybe don't throw it away did he so he actually he found it so he recovered it or he's still looking so i just realized i was muted for a second um the thing with bitcoin is when i knew about it to buy a pizza, it was worth, you know, it costs like 100 Bitcoin or something like that. That same 100 Bitcoin is worth like $350 million right now. Uh, so the the way that Chris was saying he threw it away and has been looking for it for eight years, that means that it, when he threw it away, it was only worth like a couple thousand dollars. Now it's worth $350 million. Is it odd stuff that seems like nonsense is increasing in value? I don't know. Uh, like, I'm maybe, maybe I'm completely uh, clueless, if, but it just seems like nonsense. It seems like a video game, uh, Super Mario Brother gold coin is now worth $3 million. What? Well, and I agree with you, Kirk, because there's NFTs, which we've talked about early on, which is like memes that people are selling for like millions of dollars They're or thousands. Good. I, I, before I realized that they were actually just using AI programming to create the 10,000 whatever bullshit things, I was like, oh, they're probably just using a program. That's exactly what they're doing. They're using a program. Like, I could understand if it was hand-drawn or something. like. No, it's all just quick cash grabs. Yep, and people are dumb enough to buy this stuff. And Bitcoin, because people hit it so hard and invested in it, it's just gotten so big. It's also it, limited. But, it's mined it, out. Exactly. So you basically, Bitcoin is what Bitcoin is, and it's never going to become a mainstream currency. So. Eh. Good. It's stupid. I don't get it. it I don't either. That's, it, it depends. Well, anyway. <laughs> Who's going next? Who's got the next one? I was just going to throw out a conspiracy. Hey, conspiracy. I like conspiracy. Uh, it's not even a good conspiracy because it's a common conspiracy, but America way is to, just wait, 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 wait to talk it up. It's not a good one, but here we go. Well, I okay. meant as it's not a good one as in it's, it's not nuanced. My thing is like, I, I entirely believe America is just an empire in disguise. But then I was thinking about it and I was like, you know what? It's probably just Rome 3.0 because the Holy Roman Empire was still around when America was founded and dissolved shortly after. So my, my thing is America is just Rome 
So somebody is has is somebody is is anybody playing a fiddle? <laughs> like no, and I I could see that. And most empires, I mean, if you think about it, we've lived off of empires for so long. It doesn't it doesn't it's well, not that far of a stretch to say that all empires exist and then they will fall and. Charlie Dan Charlie Daniels played when the devil went down to Georgia and he played it on his fiddle and that was American's version of well without Nero playing the naming fiddle. names there's certain parties that want to uh increase states rights and get rid of all federal stuff which would turn us into individual states which is just countries it almost be like Europe like in yeah. Europe where there's you know there's it, it's all yeah it's the same space but we we have states they have different countries so it would just make things more complicated yeah it, it's... we all just get along oh that that, that was my whole point was like America is Rome 3.0 that was that was my take well and and also like it seems like not i mean America had its day in the sun and it's it's ebbs and flows. You win some championships, and then you have rebuilding years. So it seems once again, like this goes back to the Denver Bronco fans being immature and expecting to win the Super Bowl every year. That's what seems like Americans are like. You can't be the superpower of superpowers forever. Eventually, someone's going to figure out how to be the nice. new superpower. Nice shot at the Bronco fans, oh, Kirk. Yeah, no, America absolutely isn't that. Same anymore. thing, right? Come on. I mean, you don't have a hell of quarterback. Guess what? You're not going to win every year. Boo hoo. Get over it. <laughs> All right. Well, Kirk, what did you have this week? Okay. Mine was uh, it's a family in British Columbia. Uh, they, ke they keep having their, they have a Rudolph decoration they put up every year. Um, and it keeps getting repeatedly attacked by real deer. <laughs> like it's for five years five years a buck knocks over and breaks their thing um and i just think rudolph doesn't want to play in any rain more reindeer games he's just exhausted but uh, think about that like the it's such a good reindeer real deers go I gotta take that guy down a notch. Oh, huh. you, you guys look are at, call, you guys are hunter. You guys are on a come on. Like is look that, at any, that cocky like that? son of a gun over there standing what? there with his red nose, just glowing, just trying to attract attention, trying to get my girlfriend. You looking at my girl? Ooh, it was a red nose. I'm gonna yeah, that's what it is, right? Yeah. Rutting. Yep. Well, they wouldn't be rutting now, but the uh, I think that's pretty funny. It's like that deer is just realistic enough to piss off the other deer. And they're like, we got to take him down. Right. Every year. And it's not like they knock him over and the next year they're like, oh, remember when Bob knocked over the fake deer? <laughs> no, they do it every year. <laughs> it's Maybe it's just their version of cow tipping, Kirk. Did you ever think of that? I did not think about that. But if you're going to go cow tipping, you got to at least do 20%. At the very bare minimum. <laughs> <laughs> well done. That was a, that was a, it. Took me a second, but that's funny. It's like you got to tip over a cow twenty percent. You got to go the what? <laughs> that just that just broke your mind. You're like that makes no sense. Yeah. That, that joke was illogical. That was a silly. You made a silly there. <laughs>
Well, well, yes, that was uh, well done, Kirk. Granted, uh, you don't want to see Rudolph on the ground. He's supposed to be flying around with Santa, delivering presents. Right, he shouldn't have a broken clavicle. <laughs> and uh, speaking of that, uh, every year, so this goes back into we will not be on next week. Uh, I do enjoy, if anybody doesn't know, I figured I would just drop a little hint that NORAD does a Sanded Tracker every year. Yes. Which is, NORAD is here in Colorado Springs. They do the tracking of all kinds of crap, but they do a Santa tracker to tell everybody where Santa is during the year, during uh, Christmas. So it's fun to look at. If you got kids, you can show them where Santa is. Yes. Nice. I, you know, I, I, it's, I think it's sad that kids are like, they're asking for like a tracking number on Santa's gifts. That's not right. They're, They're so used to it. And John's got the eyeball or the robot of fused so, relativity. Yeah, this is this is why I had the 3D printer on the webcam is I wanted to kind of give a little tease of this. As you can see, it's kind of reacting to my voice. Uh, well, it is. Is it falling asleep? <laughs> <laughs> but you are getting <laughs> sleepy. This is a, a project we're working on, and hopefully I will be able to... Uh, We'll be able to release some videos on it once it uh, gets finished. I think this is going to be a, a real fun project. Yes, it is cool. It's a it's a three D printed eyeball. It looks like a smoke alarm at a discotheque. It also <laughs> has a uh, well. I I just like the fact that it's got the uh, it can pick up the sound and react to it. Right, Re- reactive to our voices, which is cool. Right. Oh, speaking of that, uh, I forgot to announce that I'm I'm well over five thousand jokes on Twitter. So over the two week time period, if you miss silly wordplay jokes and nonsense, you can follow on Twitter because I'll I'll still be I'll be posting over the next the two weeks. So if you can't live without, as I've you, always said, if you got a few minutes on the crapper, check out Kirk's at Kirk Buckout or at Buckout Kirk. Yeah, you'll get you'll get some chuckles. You get some chuckles on the crapper. That's what I promise. Yes. So, well, uh, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for listening tonight. Once again, just programming note: we are going to take the holiday off. The next two weekends, we will not be on the podcast stream because they land on the holiday evenings, and we figure, hey. We're your family, but you probably want to be with your other family just so they don't get jealous. Right. We've we've given you your two weeks notice, so we, yes. we've covered it. Two weeks notice. So uh, I figured we could all give our little uh, uh, sign off here. I would like to just say Merry Christmas and Happy New Year to everybody. Thank you so much for hanging with us for the year of 2021. And we cannot wait to... Uh, see you guys in 2022 and bring you more fused relativity podcast harumph (laughs) all right i guess i did a good enough job (laughs) well in in that case uh john and kirk any last comments you want to throw out there i'm drawing a blank (laughs) okay i'm drawing a pony
No. Um, <laughs> no, just, yeah, just uh, have fun. Stay positive. Well, uh, I don't know. The pandemic, you know, eat some good food. The pandemic will be over soon. And uh, I don't know. Just, yeah, hang in there. Be positive, everybody. And we'll be back with more silliness uh, in the new year. All right. Well, then that will wrap up this episode, the last episode of 2021. Once again, thanks, everybody, for listening and hanging with us. And for me, John and Kirk, as we look into year 2022, go boldly, friends.